Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. Did you fly Spirit Airlines this weekend? I don't know, but I did. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Spirit? You flew Spirit? I flew... Dude, listen to this. So I'm going to Las Vegas to golf with my high school buddies. It is a yearly event. Yep. It is called the Slider Cup. I am uh, already going to be cutting it very close. I think I'm going to miss the first three holes, which means I'm going to be down three holes in my first match. Okay. So I'm like focused. I'm planning on bringing my shorts to the airport. I'm planning on dressing in the airport bathroom. I'm planning on all this stuff. Like all the best golfers. And then the night before, because of all the tornadoes and all the winter storms, they canceled my flight because my crew had timed out. So there were no crews in Minneapolis to, to go on to this flight. Now, I'm thinking to myself, fuck the crew. I can give the speech. First of all, it's a video now, so I won't even yeah. need to give the speech. But if someone's worried, I can drop off some waters. I can drop off some headphones to people. I can say, let's just get to Las Vegas and not worry about it. Now, is, but, is this, a yeah. this first flight that timed out, is this a different airline? Is this your normal airline? This is my normal airline, so okay. which is which is a great airline. They're just following rules, right? Got it. So they they cancel that flight. And what what airlines like to do is, and I think I've said this on the show before, is they go, were you planning on getting to Las Vegas? You need to be there tomorrow morning. Well, we've put you on a flight that gets in three weeks from now. Hope that helps. <laughs> we've rebooked you without asking you any questions yeah. and getting any information. We've guessed that maybe you want to go also go in three weeks. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm like, okay, I call the people. I, they're very helpful. They tell me, I ask all my options. And so I go to the airport the next day. It turns out I'm going to have to fly from Milwaukee to Atlanta. Oof. And then Atlanta to Las Vegas. Oof. It's going to get me in much later. So I'm probably going to lose my first match. I'm just going to have to do that. Ugh. So I get to the airport the next day, a giant suitcase because I brought merchandise to sell in Milwaukee. And so now I'm lugging this thing around the country. I have my golf clubs with me and a backpack. I get to the desk and they say, oh, the flight to Atlanta has been canceled. This is six in the morning. And so I'm there at 440 in the morning to check my bags and daddy is hot sure right so i go well i don't know what i'm supposed to do i guess can you just get me back to minneapolis and i'll call my friends and tell them i'm the worst and can't fucking come and they're like sir if you i go you don't know my friends this is going to be a year of shit talk what's happening right now this is going to be texts at three in the morning from grown men that say, hey, I'd ask, uh, hey, I really need some help. My, my family's in dire straits. I'd ask you to help, but you can't be counted on. It's going to be that for an entire year. And so I, I'm walking around. I go, I don't know what, and I hear, I hear these people go, uh, can't wait to go to Vegas. And I'm like, you guys are going to Vegas? And they're like, yeah. And I go, what way, how? And they go, Spirit Airlines. And now I'm going to tell you something. Every single person I have heard talk about Spirit Airlines, it's the same tone and the same facial expressions as when they're going to a family member's funeral. Yes. Right? I mean, you hear people talk about 
it's it's the it's the greyhound in the sky. It's all this stuff, right? And so I'm like, I'm gonna see what happens. So listen to this shit. They have a 6 a.m. direct flight from Milwaukee to Las Vegas that gets me in early enough where I won't miss any of my stuff. So maybe I shouldn't have been such a, you know, uh, a Sky Miles bitch. And I should have looked at this. You should have just gone straight from Milwaukee. You should have just. Yeah. As an option in the first place. So I'm nervous because now I'm calling people. Side note, I would assume that spirit, because I flew spirit a lot back in the day. And I view it a lot like uh, flying spirits, a lot like one of the uncomfortable medical procedures, like a colonoscopy or an endoscopy or a prostate exam. Like you got you got to get it. Because there's a there's a greater good here, but you you got to right. deal with it. But the I would assume their number one destination is Spirit, because like low money going to the worst place on the planet behavior wise, like that is no oh, you're, yeah their number one destination is Las Vegas on Spirit Airlines. It That's, has yeah. to be. It's like nothing yes. unless there's a unless there's an airport in hell. No place makes more sense for spirit to fly into. Dude, at one point, they started saying on the flight, they go, and now we have several destinations in South America, like <laughs> Lima, Peru. And I was like, get fucked, dude. You're running drugs because nobody's flying on spirit to Lima, Peru. Check out our new routes on spirit. We're heading to Lima, Peru. We have a direct <laughs> to a puddle of urine at Mardi Gras. Like they just... <laughs> Just yeah, pushing into the worst places <laughs> in the world. Yeah, so I get on this airline. They and just I'm land tell you at something. a barbecue I'm... in Toledo. I can't stop. You keep going. <laughs> now it's just me I'm, taking I'm, shots I'm at nervous. places. <laughs> yeah, you get on. You get well, on. I know you nervous. don't like Toledo. You get on. Oh, I'm very nervous. Okay, I sit down. It's the most uncomfortable seat I've ever been on. That's the only problem I have with this whole thing. It may as well have been. They just made the seats from a two by six and, and that's what you're sitting on. I mean, you could straddle this seat. It was so skinny. And then there's a guy right next to me and he's a thin, he's a tall, thin dude. And we were still kind of like elbow, trying to put our elbows together. And so, which by the way is great for a golf swing. So I did appreciate it. It's Mm -hmm. like, remember this muscle memory. Mm -hmm. There is one seat on the flight that is not accounted for no one is sitting in it and it happens to be the window seat in my row so the guy in the middle moves over we both sleep i'm telling you as far as like what everyone told me this was going to be this could not have gone better Mm -hmm. it was truly unbelievable the only and i laughed super hard because there was a woman across the aisle from me when we took off she kept going, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I'm not going to stop yet because it wasn't even close to done. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, as we're taking off. By the way, no turbulence. We're just fucking going into the air. What is she, a housewife having her first ever adult orgasm while sitting on a washing machine? What is happening? Yeah, yes, yes. And she had a mask on. The rumble of the seats. For a while. (laughs) For a while, we couldn't tell who it was because she had a mask on. 
and she was sitting perfectly still. But it was like, oh, Lord. And finally, it stopped. Finally, we got, I mean, I'm telling you, we, I was listening to that shit until we reached our cruising altitude. Hey, everybody, this is the captain speaking. We're up at 30,000 feet. The lady saying, oh, Lord, can finally shut the fuck up because we've leveled out. At what point do you start trying to remix her? Because if that's because it's 15, 20 minutes up into the air. So if the whole time she's going, oh, Lord, oh, yeah. Lord. At what point are you like, mm, tss, mm, tss, mm, tss. <laughs> at what point do you try to get everybody in a round or you just also started doing it? How funny would it be if all of a sudden you just like like you caught the oh, Lords? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> See if you can get a whole plane full of spirit passengers <laughs> shouting, oh, Lord. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This flight is from Milwaukee, and I have been to uh, Lambeau Field in Green Bay, mm -hmm. and I yelled at the referees, and the entire stadium eventually caught on, call it just uh, chanting asshole mm -hmm. to me, and people across the stadium had no idea why they were doing it. So I promise you, we, we could have gotten all these Packer fans to start doing something. They had no idea why they were doing it. Yeah. Now, I think it would have been funny if I would have just been like, the devil is here. The devil is here. Just to level it out a little bit. It's like, you know, you just go, you know how sometimes they have to ask people to switch seats because the weight has to balance out? We also have to balance out the uh, what's happening here with the O-Lords. So she's she's done mm -hmm. with the O-Lords. She's finished. She's she yep. is. A, she is finished. I fall asleep. I, the, the way Spirit Airlines was described to me is I think this is going to be a straight fucking hootenanny with just like people fucking in the aisles, like all sorts of stuff. <laughs> a Although jug I will band tell you this, in the back. Yes. Though I will tell you this. The only time I've ever heard this announcement was on Spirit Airlines. And it was, and remember folks, only one person in the lavatory at a time. That was legitimately i promise you it was legitimately an announcement on spirit airlines and that made me laugh so hard and then i got real comfortable the care that go, the, I, my favorite thing about spirit and i haven't flown spirit in a long time but it was always the disdain with which it sounds like they do a video now but it was the disdain with which they would deliver the announcements because my least favorite thing is the stand-up comedian over the microphone, right? Yeah. And if you're sitting close to someone, you know, say hi, you know, that sort of shit. And yeah. uh, I, I always disliked <laughs> that. I always, I didn't, I can't remember what airline it was, but they they would name their planes after an, an animal. Like it would be like- That a, is a Frontier. Yeah, That's like, Frontier. And Bobby the Bobcat thanks you for flying Frontier. And I want to be like, tell Bobby I want him to hurry up with my fucking water. The, like it's I I hated that, uh, but there is something beautiful about the disdain with which a Spirit Airlines person would come on and go, yeah, um, right. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. The seatbelts are where seatbelts are. Uh, if you have any questions, we can mm -hmm. answer them. There will not be any snacks. Please, you know, the end. Like there is, it is yeah. such, it's like, you know how we all think, well, nurses. So you and I both have nurses in our family. And right. so I think sometimes 
man, people are going to hate this. I think sometimes people throw all nurses into the same bin and they're like, nurses are amazing. And uh, yeah. I have numerous nurses in my family. Fuck off with your messages when I say this. But they're not all the same and that's okay. But some right. nurses are nurse practitioners and then some nurses went to the community college in your and I hometown for six months. Um, right. And they're still doing wonderful things. But my point is those are different. And I like to think that to go to flight attendant school for Spirit Airlines is like, <laughs> they're like, you think they're going to teach us how to do the announcements and serve drinks? And just this haggard 80-year-old woman walks in. She's like, rule number one. No semen on the planes. Rule number two. Yeah. Just there, you will find semen. So you have to really hammer down rule number one. Like that's. <laughs> Please realize there are motherfucking animals that fly Frontier. Or excuse me, that fly Spirit Airlines. I just got fired from Frontier for making these announcements. Now I'm on Spirit, so I forgot. But there are animals on Spirit Airline that will absolutely fucking just jerk off everybody. Eyes on your own homework. You don't need to get up during the flight to get your hand sanitizer out of your backpack because you already have COVID. You like getting on this fucking flight. Everybody cool your jets. Welcome to Spirit. There is a gal in the exit row. We call it an exit row. It's not different at all. She is eating her Burger King in a, in a depressing manner. It's everywhere. You deal with it. Uh, and my cousin, Becky, I see you in back. Fuck you. Fucking stop it. This is the last time I let you on. Just like, just like personal announcements. Yeah. Yeah, when it goes, hey, 27E, we do realize your wife is not your baby, so she can't sit on your lap and you only bought one ticket, you cheap fuck. <laughs> also, we had we catch a lot of shit for the hillbilly voice, but like we should have walked away from whatever this New Jersey smoker uh, impression was after the first time. Because in my <laughs> head, as we were doing it, I thought, that's not bad. And then the moment that we took another step down the road... It, it cracked pretty heavily. We like to fall off a cliff with our accents. Yeah, we Bonnie and Clyde. There's Cl no doubt. No, not Bonnie and Clyde. What's the, what's the, we're th we like to Thelma and Louise our accents. Oh, yes, yes, sure. Thelma and now, Louise get a lot of play on this show. They do, and they should when Brad Pitt's in the back of the car with his shirt off. Doesn't matter. The point is this. I'm going to land the plane literally and figuratively here. Okay. Oh, fun. The plane lands... And there's a little bit of turbulence going into Las Vegas because there always is. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's the whole, it's the people in Las Vegas at a craps table either cheering because they won or ooing because they lost and it causes a fluctuation in pressure. No, it's God, it's God warning you not to enter the city. <laughs> so we're landing the plane. We hit, we land on the ground, a perfect touchdown. And this woman... Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It's like, shit it out already. Whatever's causing this to happen, I was ready to lose my mind. But I go, Chad? I said, Chad Daniels. I gave myself a fucking pep talk, man. I go, Chad Daniels. He's both my first and last name because I wanted myself to know I was serious. I said, Chad Daniels, don't say anything. This has been the most positive experience for you that I have 
ever, I mean, it was so unbelievable after what I had in my head, mm -hmm. what this is going to be like. And she is, dude, we have come to a stop on the runway. Oh, <laughs> Lord. And so it was, I mean, unacceptable, just so loud, so ridiculous. <laughs> and then some guy, and this is the greatest part of the story, in my opinion, some guy goes, ma'am, we're safe. That's enough. <laughs> and she stopped and she called someone on speakerphone and she goes, hey, I'm going to be at door two. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? How is your voice? How did you go from, oh, Lord, to, hey, can you pick me up at door two? That's just the one that you always pick me up at would be great. And I was like, what is happening right here, Dunham? It was, it was so fun. Uh, and then I got there on time. Oh, and here's the, here's the best part. We, my teammates told the other team that we were playing that I maybe wouldn't be there for a couple days. So they were going to automatically get these points. So they were walking around like King shit of fuck mountain. And then I showed up at the golf course and they were like, what are you doing here? And the guy I was playing was like, well, they told me you weren't coming. So I didn't even do anything on the range. Oh, it was, it was incredible. It was so great. Fun. Yeah. That woman, I, I, I hope that's, I hope she just does that just to see like her thing as well. What I like to do is uh, I get on flights, spirit, yeah. obviously, uh -huh. and then I say, oh, Lord, until somebody finally has the balls to tell me to shut up. And it takes a while. Yeah. Like that would be, that would be some hero behavior. That would put her, that would put her high yeah. on my favorite person list well get ready to put me high on your favorite person list because i'm stealing it and i'm bringing it to delta to watch people <laughs> shit their britches in first class when i act like it's my first flight of all time yeah delta the delta people are not going to take kindly to the oh lording they're not gonna oh lord <laughs> i can't wait she's like in my mind and i don't want you to describe her i want to i want her to stay who she is in my mind forever, but she, sure. in my mind, she's an even bigger version of Paula Dean. Interesting. What, what I, what I think you need to remember when thinking what this person looks like is you need to remember the pick me up at door two, like we always do. That is very key to figuring out what this person looks like. Now I'm not going to give it away. I want this to be a mystery for everybody. I have a new favorite guy, favorite type of human man, and it's guy who directs traffic from his own car at a four-way stop. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, I have, uh, I have a, if you've ever seen Dad Chaniels, I have a full meltdown bit about this. <laughs> There's a four-way stop. And I don't know if they're like, they had a community meeting. They're like, listen here. We've had a lot of accidents at the four-way lately, mm -hmm. and yep. it's getting messy. We can't trust the women, and we can't trust the teenagers. So listen up, dads. When you pull up, <laughs> it is your responsibility to lean your hand out of your window and point whose turn it is and when they should go. 
Like I've never wanted to just <laughs> like <laughs> the idea that like, is this how it works? Me, the guy who pulled up first should go. Thank you. I want to just pull my car slowly over and park in front of them. And then when they're like, what are you yeah. doing? Be like, I got so I normally I just go when I stop, but you were putting pushing your fingers and I thought I was doing it wrong. And are we did we fix it? Did we fix it, Dad? I love it. I love the gumption of that person. Yeah. And then you, like when they go, you do a U-turn. And they pull over and they're like, why are you following me? It's like, well, because I'm just following you to the symphony. I'm assuming you're the conductor and I'd love to see a show tonight. So I was just following you to work. <laughs> These fucking dildos. I, I love it. I've started doing this thing. You know, I'm a big hearsay guy, right? Yeah, I, uh, yeah sure. I don't, uh, I'm not, I don't so much like education as much as I like okay. listening to someone who I think is smart say something and I'm like, got it. And then when that subject comes up with a new group of people, I plagiarize that person's conversation. And I'm like, mm -hmm. pretty smart, right? I love that. I also, mm -hmm. I also uh, as a side note, do a thing. I don't know if you do this where, do you ever catch yourself using a word and then you, are, you say it? And you're, you know, there's only a 60 to 70% chance you used it right. And your only thought is, I hope this person is not smart. I hope this is a dummy. I hope they, I hope they have no idea what coagulate means either. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's, that is when you say it, you go, I'll always immediately go, well, that's not a word, but it is now. That's what I, that's what I go with when I, when I add a, like a prefix or a suffix to a word yeah. that I don't think belongs there. I'm like, well, this is how they made words originally. So like, wh how come we just can't make words anymore? Not me. I throw it out and then I barrel forward confidently. I'm like, well, between, you know, with lunch, we have to differentiate lunch because it's lunchtime and then i just hope the other person goes wow good word i should look that up i, I like when yeah yeah that's <laughs> i like when when someone will go say something like uh well what we need to do i know we're raking these leaves we need to coagulate them into a pile yeah. and then i'll just go oh lord oh lord <laughs> my, my new favorite thing as a big hearsay guy uh, you know, I've fallen into the YouTube hole, right? I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah. you know, I'm losing my mind over there. But so I no longer I've decided I'm going to dive full in. I no longer need articles. I'm out. I'm out of the okay. Okay. I'm out of the I'm out of the learning world. And I've sure. been out of the that world for a while to the point where I don't really know what's happening in the news right now at all and so apparently bud light did this thing where they must have had a uh, a new spokesperson who is trans yes they teamed up they teamed up with a trans uh spokeswoman who was celebrating 365 days of womanhood she's a big TikTok star and so they teamed up with her yeah so everybody knows how i feel about America's uh, one of America's icons, Kid Rock. And so mm -hmm. whenever Kid Rock does something, somewhere between two and 35,000 people message me whatever he just did. 
And yeah, as a guy who's not involved in the happenings of the world, all of a sudden I just got 10,000 people sending me a video of Kid Rock. Like he comes on screen. Have you seen the video? I sure have. He comes on screen and he's got a hat on. And when Kid Rock wears a hat, it's amazing because his eyes and his nose are so like dark ring and shaded. Anytime he's got a hat on, he looks like a bunch of raccoons stacked up inside of human <laughs> clothes. Like they're trying to get away with it. So the video starts with Kid Rock. You can't see who it is. He's looking. His back is to the camera. Cause he, and his hat is on backwards. You know it's Kid Rock, it's a, though. You know, and no, it's a MAGA hat. Yeah, no one... It's a MAGA hat. No one has... Kid Rock's back is very specific. Then he turns back towards the camera, and you see it's... I think at this point, we could call him Man Rock. Yeah. So let's... It's you, He turns around, and it's Man Rock. Yeah, he ba-wit-ta-ba's his way to the camera, and you're like... If that's not a bunch of raccoons in a trench coat, I'm pretty sure that's America's best <laughs> rap rock country music uh, icon. And then he says something that I didn't really track. And then he pulls out uh, an automatic rifle and starts shooting a bunch of Bud Light. And he says, he goes, he goes, I'm just going to tell you this one time so we're clear. And then he turns, and there's four cases of Bud Light. Mm -hmm. And he open fires with an AR-15, if that's what it's called. Please excuse me if it isn't. He, uh, he, yeah, he said, I'm only going to tell you this once. And then, Chad, he let the gun do the talking. That, and by the way... He sure did. By the way, great Kid Rock song title. If no one's pitched, I let my gun do the talking. Who's, who's in his inner circle right now? Uh, so... And should I be? So he, I just, I can't, it's so funny. It was so funny. It's so funny. And I it know is, it is very great. But the one thing is, you know, he's safe with guns because I heard him click off the safety mm -hmm. before he pulled the trigger yeah. to dominate these inanimate objects that could not fight back. He really shot him up and taught everybody a lesson. And you're wondering who's in Kid Rock's camp right now. It's whoever has the money. He is like a truffle pig <laughs> for money in the music industry. He's like, well, what does everybody love now? What's going to make me the most money this week? I saw a picture of him, by the way. So he's shooting up these cans. And it is because he is done with Anheuser-Busch. He is finished. If they are going to pair up with a trans woman, a trans spokesperson, there is no way he's drinking any more of this fucking swill. It's gross anyways. How have we not been shooting Bud Light cans forever? But anyways, so he's he's had it up to his MAGA hat. He is not thrilled anymore. And uh, And then I saw a picture of him drinking a Bud Light, this is from a couple years ago, drinking a Bud Light with a Coors hat, which by the way, Coors is Anheuser-Busch, and uh, with a uh, drag, a very, very famous drag queen. Mm -hmm. And it's just great how people change for popularity, right? He goes, well, 
this person has, th has this following. I want that following. So what do I do? I become this person. It's so wild to watch people just fucking reach so grotesquely for fame. It is really fun. And, uh, but I, I will tell you this: He missed an entire case. He did there miss an entire cases. case. He missed it with a with an automatic yeah. weapon from like forty yeah. yards away. He missed a whole case. <laughs> it's all these guys. I love all these guys who are so into like, yeah, I like guns, and I like. I just want them to like. I'd love Kid Rock if you are listening, and I know you're not. Because we can talk he off might, air. He might be. Kid and I talk he off air. I would lo he like, might somebody needs to fix me. Uh, fixed me? Someone needs to fix me. Oh, by the me. way, I'll, I'll fix you. I'll fix Why you like you I fixed you. come in and fix oh. me? The point is, uh, I didn't know that's why he was shooting those cans. And so I just was like, well, let's, let's help spread this around the internet. This is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and uh, so I was, uh, I was an, a cog in the wheel, uh, unfortunately. Well, here's something else very funny about this video mm -hmm. is you can see uh, something coming from his right. Mm -hmm. Someone else is also shooting <laughs> at the cases. And so two, two people. Uh, do you think with, it's Joe C? <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. You think, my name's Joe C, ho. The little, uh, the little midget. I think he's dead. The truth is, it might be the ghost of Josie. Josie was the no small idea. person, the little person rapper that back when Kid was a rock rapper was him. I'm guessing since Josie has passed, it's Uncle Cracker that was off camera shooting. That's what that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, are you talking about Joe Cracker? No, <laughs> Uncle Joe Cracker. It's you don't remember Josie? I don't have any fucking idea about Kid Rock's early work or his late work. Bob went to Bob, brother. So I, I... I just never got into it. To to circle back, I... So I'm not a big... I'm a big hearsay guy and not a yeah, big uh, learn guy. So I've really taken that to the extreme. And my new thing is rather than read an article that interests me when I see it, I just take the headline and then I, I spend... The rest of my life, I'll decide what yeah. happened in that story, and then I just move on. And that's the reality forever and ever and ever and ever. And this is, this is very similar to I, when I go out to eat, I love to look around, just look at the couples. Yes. And then come up with an entire life story for both of them, which I have no idea. This is, this is the newspaper version of the dating game. I love it. I love it so yeah. much. I want to read this to you exactly. And then okay. I'll give you my thoughts. And you can, you can throw any thoughts you have in. Because uh, this okay. is my favorite one. It was... And this wasn't like from, you know... You know how there's... You remember like 20 years ago when you'd get a website that was not a website you'd heard of before? And you're like, well, that's bullshit. There's no way that's yeah. not bullshit. And now we're like, oh, the uh, the legaltussle.com? Clearly the tussle's right. on top of it. You've been tussled. <laughs> yeah. But this was a real website. I think it might have been people. They recommend me. It's like they know who I am as a person. My phone sends me a lot of stuff from People magazine. 
Yeah, that's that's not great. You should stop telling people that. They're like, <laughs> this guy has the personality of a housewife who shouts, oh, Lord, on Spirit Airlines. Let's <laughs> shuffle him some People Magazine stuff his direction. <laughs> so a couple tried to adopt two babies of every race, period. It ended badly, period. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sure did. Can I can I give my first thought on it? I'd love to. They're white. Sure. The couple is white. That's my only thought about this entire thing. <laughs> I mean, my only thought is that's an article about a baby race war, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like you wonder you wonder what the motive is behind it. Yeah, right? that's I mean, it it's yeah, it it it, st it starts with them thinking they're going to be helpful. Well, we're just going to have two two people from every race and they're going to get along under the same roof and we can sell bumper stickers to prove it. Yeah. I mean, what a fucking nightmare <laughs> out of a couple. What sort of Yeah, they they just have you see a van like screaming down the highway and on the back of it it's got one of those coexist bumper stickers and then you just look inside <laughs> and it's just the the most intense daycare you've ever seen with a dad yeah. with bags under his eyes that make Kid Rock look like Julia Roberts. And he has he has two two tear tattoos <laughs> under his eye and you're like, "Well, there's only one Asian and one white baby now. What hap what's going on?" <laughs> they they must have had colic. You just click into the article and it's a, it's not any words, it's just a video of them sitting frantically at a kitchen table like, "We tried to integrate the races and it went poorly." And you just see this mayhem behind him. There's a little white, the white baby's got like a, a, a Hitler mustache. It's just, it's just gone really awry. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's some yeah. Noah's Ark racial baby stuff that I want no part of. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. And now I would like to, I'm going to search this article out to figure out what badly means to the fine folks at People Magazine. <laughs> Yeah, that's something very telling there, right? I don't, I mean, I don't even know. Can you imagine having dinner with that couple and listening to them tell you about their plan? And how fucking self-important it is? Yeah. And how do you even ask for that? How do you go to an <laughs> adoption agency and, because adopting, that's, that's the big secret in this country is there are so many kids that need homes and it is so hard to adopt and nobody wants older children. Everybody wants younger children. And so it is right. very hard. You cannot adopt a toddler in this country. It is very difficult to adopt a baby. Like there are people who are on multi-year journeys to try to adopt a baby. Uh, you basically mm -hmm. become like a contestant on, a, on the dating game, hoping somebody on the other side of the wall picks you and this couple is floating in like we already have two asians do you have any now i also want to know and i should have this is why i should have read it what do they mean because i think anthropologists like i believe they think there's like three to four races right i i'm gonna tell you i think it's less than that actually but i'm gonna let you but keep going i mean this is again i'm a big hearsay guy I didn't read that. Somebody has yeah. told me that at some point in years past, and I was just hoping you yeah. were let, you were going to let me get away with it. Yeah. I and I don't forget, everybody, that uh, Mike D of the Beastie Boys 
is Dustin Diamond's brother from Screech Saved by the Bell. They're brothers. Please don't ever, ever forget. Is that real? They're not. Oh. No, they're not. But I've told over 100,000 people that. Because I thought it was right. Because I... From the hearsay situation. <laughs> I love a good never-ending lie. Yeah, I mean, I just... I could spend a lot of time on this. We don't have a lot of time. You got to go. I think... I, I do have to go. I think I want to drive this conversation towards my belief and i want you to think about it and we'll talk about it another day okay i do believe that you should adopt like a nine or ten year old child <laughs> i think so too i really think I, so i yeah i i think so as well Let, let's let's do a little experiment here <clears throat> you're the woman in the relationship you you are the i'm kelsey no 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 you are the woman adopting all these oh. babies right you and your okay, husband i'm, I'm the noah's ark couple you're the noah's ark lady and you're calling your mom to explain what you're about to do. Go ahead. And I'm the mom. Hey, mom. Hi, honey. So uh, Jeremy and I, we yeah? have this wonderful plan uh, that we think is going to make okay. such a difference. You know, because I, I, the okay. world is important and empathy is important. And I want to be a positive force in the world. So Jeremy and I have of decided... Course to adopt two babies of every single race. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.